Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. We're going to continue with our math curriculum reviews and today we are with Math Mammoth. Mammoth! (laughs) (laughs) Yep, this is uh, our second uh, episode of our curriculum week, our math curriculum week. And uh, as we said in our last episode, we had several creators send us their curriculums Mm -hmm. for our fair and honest review. We really appreciate that because what we know that so many families are trying to pick curriculum at this time of mm-hmm. year before school starts. Um, we requested kinder and grade one curriculums for some. Math Mammoth is one. Yeah, ma- ma- Math Mammoth is a first grade curriculum with a kinder review or assessment. Before right, there's you start. not actually yeah. a kinder curriculum. So um, if you are looking for a slightly older elementary learner, then you might look on the website and see how it compares to what we say today and, and see how that extrapolates. Absolutely. So Math Mammoth. So Really nice. Um, straight out of the uh, out of the bat, you get four workbooks, um, two workbooks. Basically, they call them work texts. So there's an A and a B, and then you also get a uh, a workbook for your tests and then your cumulative reviews. So the A and B are those meant those are meant to be sequential, it's like first yes. semester, second semester type of thing. Absolutely, yeah. And then there's an answer key as well. So if you are looking to check answers, they provide that as well. Um, yeah. So the A and the B, it's broken up into basically half a year, total of eight chapters through both books. So okay. not eight and eight; it's just eight total. So you get four and four. I believe it's four and four. I don't think they they broke it up oddly. Um, really meant to be going through the entire school year. So mm-hmm. if you can imagine starting September, ending in May. That is kind of the cadence that you'll be doing through this. So one chapter, you can imagine, is going to last you about maybe a month and a half, two months. Okay. Um, so pretty pretty straightforward if, if we all look back and remember our, our public school days. If you if you were in public school, um, you imagine going through lesson, 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 and then you finish your chapter, and then you have a test or an assessment. And that is very traditional. This is a very more traditional school like if you can you expect like a textbook or things of that nature it's really mimicking that style so if you're more comfortable with that or if your learner's more comfortable with that that may be a good thing here Um, so what's the what's the style of this is this meant to be teacher driven or is this meant to be independent uh students working independently so uh, probably more a little bit more independent but a little bit more teacher than say um the the mathematical reasoning episode that we did yesterday um, a little bit more of a teacher-led. There is some more instructions. It tells you a little bit more of the why you're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, you are you know, doing worksheets and you're doing pages. There is instruction. They give nice, um, really nice examples. So yeah, what's the format? Kind of, they can't see it. So what's the, yeah. what's the format of each of the work texts? Yeah. So again, you're, you're working basically off of, off of exercises. And so there'll be an explanation and then they'll give you say half a dozen examples to work on your learner will then do those examples and then you'll grade those and and confirm they what they are and obviously they include 
a little bit easier at the start and then it gets progressively more difficult into the end. It is a mastery based um, education structure. So you are expected to learn and master things as you go through. So if there, again, there are no manipulatives associated with this curriculum. So if you do need to do additional problems through manipulatives or showing uh, additional like, you know, examples or concepts, you're gonna have to do that and supplement those things. This curriculum I think is $50 for all the workbooks total. Mm-hmm. I think each workbook is about $12. Unfortunately, it does not have perforated pages. Um, so if you wanna tear this out, put it in a workbook to reuse it, definitely can't do that here. So you, you'd have it, to cut it out carefully. You have to, yeah, get the exacto out and, <laughs> and, and watch how you're. Watching. But at the but at a yeah. low cost of twelve dollars a workbook too, you know, it's it's definitely not breaking the bank. So, uh, can you take us through what an average lesson would look like? What you know, how much is it? What would the timing be of something that's kind of middle of the middle of the first grade? Um, a lesson probably is looking to any, be anywhere between five to ten minutes. So if you want to bundle those things, very similar to the mathematical reasoning. So you're looking at maybe 10 to 15 minutes a day or maybe 30 minutes three times a week if you like to break it up. I know a lot of families don't necessarily do math every day. I find that we don't do math every single day, even though I want to. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I do find myself kind of skipping one day or two. So we we do try to bundle things into about three days a week at a minimum. Mm -hmm. Um, You may spend about 30 minutes, maybe 20 to 30 minutes to do that. Maybe if you have a little bit more advanced learner, maybe a little bit shorter. Um, if you so have... the teacher's going to, you know, the parent's going to go over the concept with, yes. with there's, I think each lesson has, right, a couple of worked examples at the top. And yes. then, and then the rest of it is for the student to do independently. Correct. Yeah. So like, for example, there's a chapter here, um, chapter two, subtraction within zero to 10. There's a nice write up at the beginning of the chapter. Um, about a whole page, maybe two pages, a little breakout on what you'll be learning through the section. So if you, as an educator, want to familiar, familiarize yourself there, they also have some nice web links um, for additional learning and additional resources. I think those are tend to be just web interface tools. They're not, you know, hey, do this thing and then go off and do the exercise. They're kind of like interactive computer-based games. Um, and those tend to be about one to two pages long. So there's a lot of links, maybe 15 to 20 resources, additional resources. Oh, so, so a parent could go to the beginning of the lessons absolutely. or chapter and say, hey, chapter two, we're doing this. Yeah. Here's all the why. And here's all of the resources that might help reinforce those concepts before you start actually working pages. Absolutely. Yeah. And then okay. what happens is at the start of every, you could think there's lessons within the chapter. And you remember, these chapters are going to take you about two hour, you know, two months or so to do. So you you're not trying to race through them. Um, at the head of the chapter, as you said, they'll, they'll have a nice little, a lesson. They'll do a nice little example. And then the learner will then see that example worked out and then try to do that, you know, follow that example through all the, the activities on the page. It was funny. We talked about this because we both have engineering backgrounds yeah. and this is very much the way that we as engineers like to learn. Yep. We like to see the example like, oh, okay, that's it. And then we like to work it. Yeah. And so it was kind of funny. You felt like this is like first grade math for future engineers. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did feel this was more, if you have a learner that is more, you know, I think we'll talk a little bit later, but it is not a very visually based learning, you know, there's not no, a lot of color but it, pictures it definitely, if you've got a, it, it seems like it, for kids that are real strong in math, yes. this would click. This will click. I mean, if you're trying to, you know, if you have a STEM-focused type of learner, this may be a good curriculum for them. Right. Um, I know it's hard to identify STEM-focused in math. Well, yeah, you but, know, math you know but you know the kids you, that, like, math have, comes easier to and math exactly. comes more difficult. Like Everyone our daughter, has their strengths. Yeah, and, our daughter has, math comes, you know, a little bit quicker than, say, reading. 
Um, I feel like she would do well with this, although I think she would struggle a little bit with like just the workbook, the the workbook nature. She, she does like to touch and do and manipulate, but I feel with the examples that you have here, a lot of the examples are visual based and then you can then extract that out and maybe do something on the table with your learner, but you know, that's, but that would be you adding something that's not specified here. So, so you're going to do these chapters and you do the lessons and then how often are you testing with the, the test book? So the tests I think are at the end of every chapter. Okay. Um, there may be, so you're not doing it all the time. It's like every couple of months when you finish, no, they do basically a chapter test and, you know, just, just understand that the, the chapter test is a one pager and I'm looking at like, say chapter one test right now, it's five problems. They do expect you to be able to, you know, do a little bit of reading, but it's not heavily heavy on there. There are word problems, so if you have a learner that's um, a little bit of a reluctant reader, reader, um, you may have to do the word problems with them so that they can then execute the math. Um, so that is something you may want to be aware of. And but this again, this was a first grade curriculum, so um, if you have a kindergartner, it's a little bit of a head. If you're trying to get them into maybe a first grade math curriculum, you may have a little bit concerned with the the reading aspect of some of the problems. And if they're not reading, obviously they're not being able to know the instructions. So you'll have to be there to instruct them. But it is for the for the testing part for the testing part of things. Yeah. So you you may want to be there with them. But it's I think from the standpoint of the test, they are fairly self explanatory. Of like you know what is this test looking for you know like six plus two what is the answer right right the, the learner does not need a lot of instruction for those type of things so anyway so you have the cumulative tests and they also have the answer keys for i think all your problems and all your tests so it okay. does not require you to solve the very very difficult math problems well i mean you, you say that and it's funny because it's first no, like, grade but like, also like, i i imagine if you have especially a, a mom or dad who's got mm-hmm. uh, several children you don't have and time for it. You, you don't have time to just like even simple math problems you're like oh i just don't have time to work all this even word problems you know it can be a little difficult so yeah like why, why would i do a word problem on purpose <laughs> <laughs> and we all remember we did not like doing That's word right, problems. Right. so so let's uh let's sum up this yep. by talking about who is this for who who would you recommend that that this is this is well suited for so so two things uh first if you have an independent learner who likes to just do workbooks and you know they're very keen on that i i really think this would be a good curriculum for you um like you want, you want somebody to like get in and get it done yeah yeah definitely a get it in get it done type of kid you know, you know we, i think we've interviewed a lot of parents in our in our homeschool journeys podcast and we, we hear a lot of times they'll have these kids that are just like race ahead do my whole math in a half hour and they're done with it. Yeah, like I don't need to take an hour to do this. Just let me do it and be done. Exactly. And then also, um, you know, any families who are concerned about testing, you know, is it, you know, not of us, all of us are unschoolers and like, like the skill of testing. The skill of testing. Yeah. I think, I think some people have concerns about testing, not just standardized testing, but, you know, testing is a muscle and, you know, not everybody is. Um, adapt to that, right? Because timed testing can be very anxious, you know, anxiety driven. Mm -hmm. Some people may not test well under those types of circumstances. I think we've, we've realized that over the last, you know, a couple decades and have been given, you know, learners the ability to take untimed tests, which is a great thing. Um, But just the act of testing and regurgitating your mastery of a subject is a muscle that is helpful, especially when you're in an environment where you need to have recall if you have concerns around those type of things, this is a good curriculum for that because it does supply you the act of testing, especially at a you know, first grade level. Yeah. You're doing a test. Now, as I said, it's not a long test. One page, five questions. 
sometimes the questions may have like multiple pieces. Like you, you may do multiple addition problems uh, in one set and that would be one question. So it might be like 10 simple addition problems and that'd be one, that'd be the one block of test. But in, in the end, it is helping your learner learn that skill of testing. So if you do have that concern that it does have So this. maybe if you plan that you know, you're thinking you're going to do this for a COVID year, but you yeah. might go back to public school and you're concerned about that, that mm-hmm. might be a good fit for your family. Absolutely. It does feel like a complete math curriculum from the standpoint of, you know, you flip through it. I looked at all the pages. I walked through a lot of the lessons. It feels complete. Like this feels like something that would get you from A to B at the beginning and the end of the year. Without need for supplement. Yes, exactly. I don't feel that you would need to get additional materials, maybe other than manipulatives. Other than that. Just to help like reinforce some concepts. Exactly. Yeah. If you have a learner who's struggling on a certain topic or something that you need to do a little bit of additional learning on that, this does feel complete. So from the standpoint of the anxiety of, is this enough? It does feel like it's enough. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you, you will hit all the key points. You'll hit all the common core curriculum requirements. And, you know, at the end of this curriculum, your student will be quote unquote, first grade, you yeah, know, on grade level. On grade level. So, you know, you'll have that. Also, a price conscious, you know, $50 for an entire math curriculum for one year is, is not a bad price. No. And I believe this is also offered as a digital version. So mm-hmm. for those families who are, um, I think it's it's $10 cheaper. So if you're not only price conscious, but you have several children that you're going to work through this, you yeah. could get this as a digital version. So that's always a really helpful option, especially and and for all of those of you who have been asking lately about printing curriculum and how you print, definitely check into your local libraries mm-hmm. because you can often get free allotments of printing per week per library card. We get like 70 black and white pages a week. So yep. just a note for those of you who do choose a digital version of any of these curriculums that you know you can look into some free printing at your local library absolutely yeah the, the cost conscious um concerns are i think well supported here mm-hmm. you know if, you, if you're looking for that i'm um, also a bit, this curriculum i think benefits people who like to practice things there's a lot of problems in this book mm-hmm. it seemed you're going to get more of the exercise of doing the math you know if you always remember getting you know, assigned 50 problems in your math, math, you know, your math class in high school, you know, that muscle of, of learning and and the experience of doing problems, it does feel like you get that here, Mm -hmm. but without it being too much. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at this level, I don't think it was too much. Um, Also, if you have multiple children who you don't have time to give a high touch, this is again, another good curriculum for that. So if you have a lot of kids, this is a good thing for somebody to go off and do independent learner, you can complete the math math homework. You do a quick check on the on the answers, and you're you're done. And there's also lots of videos that are offered on the Math Mammoth site to go with many of the topics covered. Now, I don't believe every topic has a video, but I think there are a lot. So if you don't have time to be high touch, um, but you know your your students really good with video lessons too, there is that component as well to this. Absolutely, that's a great point. Also, potentially for families who might return back to school. Um, and you don't want to, if you feel the fear of missing out or, mm-hmm. or getting behind, you, I, you will not have that here. So you will. This abso- is all common core aligned. So y- you can really, you know, know and be confident in what you're doing. Well, and, and go- going back to your digital curriculums, you know, if you're from overseas and, you, you know, shipping costs are a lot as well. The digital Definitely. option, I think, is a great option for you as well. Uh, you can print it locally. Do keep that in mind as well for the cost conscious uh, families. Who is this not for? Again, this is not a kinesthetic learner driven 
um, manipulative focused uh, math program. So definitely not that. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you do find that your learner um, gravitates to that or needs that in their, in their learning environments, definitely not for those type of kids. Now, I don't think they couldn't do this math curriculum. I do feel you'd have to add a lot more and it may require you to invest a little bit more time. Also kids who likes to approach things from multiple angles, definitely not that. I mean, within each lesson, they do approach things from different angles, but from the standpoint of actually seeing, experiencing, you know, creating activities on the fly, playing with physical things, approaching different concepts from, from different, you know, avenues of like say balance beam, abacus, things of that nature, calculator, definitely not there for this curriculum. Um, Also kids who need to have a high touch. So they want that validation of the mentor being there may not be a great thing for them because they're just meant to do acti- the activity and meant to be kind of just kind of doing a lot the of plug and chug. Yeah, plug and chuggy type of thing. Um, that may not be a great thing, but maybe if your learner is like that, but they like workbooks, maybe this might work for you. So you have to kind of assess, maybe check out the digital copy. There's not a lot for the teacher to do though, if I'm, yeah. if I'm mistaken. You're really just going to be looking over their shoulder and going, oh, yep, Johnny, you did that correct. You know, that type of thing. Right. Okay. So there's not a lot of teaching involved with this one. No, definitely not. So math mammoth, definitely, I would say a good curriculum. Um, I think, I think when, this is a solid choice. This is a very solid choice. I don't think you could go wrong, um, especially at the price, you know, try it. If your learner doesn't like it, you haven't lost a lot of money on it. Um, I really like the digital option, especially if you just try the first, um, I think the kinder a, so you're going to, you're talking about first grade. Yeah. The first grade, first half, if you want to give it a try and see if your learner uh, likes it, it's not a lot of uh, investment, maybe 10, 10 bucks. <laughs> you know, you really can't complain about that because I know there's a lot of concern about math curriculums and is my learner going to like it? you know, do I have to, you know, just struggle through if they don't like it, that type of thing. And a lot of people will hop between different curriculums. This is definitely one that you can try out and test out and see if it works for you. So Math Mammoth, we are, I'm pretty happy with it. I like it. Um, I think we're going to to use some of these books um, in our curriculum for next year um, as just kind of a supplemental additional math, you know, workbook and work pages to do. Right. But not as our core curriculum, but I do like it, and I think we will try to use some of these. Yeah, I think it's a it's a solid choice. One thing I did want to note too that this goes up through grade seven. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want to choose a, a curriculum and stay with it until you get to like towards high school math, this this will totally work for that. I know I definitely would not want to get in with something and then know that it was not going to take me very far. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so just a note for all of those of you who are trying to get on, want to get on a track and be able to stay with a style if this works for your kid. Absolutely. So that's the conclusion of the Math Mammoth Review. Um, we are, we like it. Um, we hope you can, you know, check it out. We have links uh, down below as well. Um, we're going to continue on with our math week, our math curriculum review week. That's right. All week. So we'll stay tuned for tomorrow and we'll, we'll drop another review. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!